1: We're closer to 100 now than zero. Yeah.
0: And today is another one of our drugs that, although they have really good indications for use, they do have some indications for misuse.
1: These are our quote-unquote safe drugs.
0: Today, we're going to talk a little bit about mirtazapine.
1: A.K.A. remeron, which is so bizarre to me. I mean if you look back at a lot of these medications and you look forward at the ones that we're going to keep coming up with magically, a lot of them are the sedative sleeper type medications, which if you're looking at the correctional settings, makes sense. So, but this is one that in a million years I had never even thought of. Yeah, But I don't know. Trazodone is more common, although this one to me sounds like it's more fun.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) I'm going to make you talk about what kind of structure it is, because I want to see if you can say this.
1: Um, I had to type it out, so I was practicing. Anyway, so it was first introduced in 1996. Um, okay, mechaniz- mechanism of action. I can't even say mechanism. How am I going to say this word? Yeah, Piperazine.
0: Piperazine
1: Piperazidazepine. Anyway. Anyway. It has a different structure than any other antidepressant.
0: Yeah. So it's a kind of a different looking thing. We can't really show you a picture because this is just audio.
1: It's all right. Nobody really. But it actually. I guess some people probably do know of chemical structures.
0: But it enhances that central noradrenergic and serotonergic <laughs> activity by blocking alpha 2 receptors and selectively antagonizing the 5 H. T two
1: and five H T three receptors. I
0: thought it was interesting that uh, the five H T two actually is involved in appetite suppression,
1: which is why you gain weight on. Remod. So you
0: so so you block that and suddenly you gain weight.
1: Right, but it's it's very similar to an SSRI, which you don't know. It's not on the normal SSRI list when you think about it, but one of the interactions that we'll talk about here in a minute. That's important. Yeah. Um, But then the noradrenergic is also important when you're starting to talk about uh, side effects.
0: Yeah. And of course, it's got linear kinetics over the normal. Of course. I'm (laughs) talking like I'm a biochemist.
1: Which you're not. Which I'm
0: not. (laughs) Um, But uh, over normal dosages, linear kinetics. So with a peak plasma level, right around two hours.
1: Which is so interesting to me because the half-life is 20 to 4 hours. 20 to 40 hours, yeah, go, excuse let's go me. With, let's go with 40. 20 to 40 hours. Yeah, and steady state in about That's 5 old. days. 5 days. But they did say in some of the stuff I was looking at that it can hang around for a long time. It does. It does. You know,
0: the metabolism, back when I was in medical school, which was 6 or 8 years ago,
1: Plus thirty.
0: Uh, you know, this whole P four fifty thing wasn't such a problem because there weren't so many of those drugs back then. Now it's like everything's a P four fifty metabolism. So excreted in the urine. So
1: this is one of those affects both, you know, liver and kidney. So if you have bad liver or kidneys, you have to watch your dosing and use lower doses.
0: Pull it back, especially in the elderly.
1: So we need to lower your dose. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. Does it go in breast milk? I don't know. Nobody, knows. nobody they, knows. It's not been really studied. But in pregnancy, pregnancy category C. I thought it is it three. C,
1: but nobody uses any of the denotations for pregnancy like that anymore. There's like, yeah. So it's anyway. True. Don't use it in pregnancy. It's not recommended. Right. So what is it FDA approved for? The only real human FDA approval is for major depressive disorder.
0: Yeah. But this was an interesting thing I came across. Did you like how I let you do that? I part? know. I was, I was like, thanks. I know. Uh, it's actually been uh, approved for cats and weight with, with unexpected weight loss. It's actually the first transdermal FDA approval
1: for cats. Okay, so when I was typing that out for you, I questioned: Do they shave the cat, or do they put it like on its underside or in an ear? Like transdermal on an animal just <laughs> seems very.
0: I bet they do it on the ear because that's what you do for other topical kind of things. I bet it's the ear.
1: I guess maybe if we have any veterinarians yeah. listening. But
0: anyway, I don't know how this came about, but it's like you just look at your cat like, man, I wish he would gain a little weight. It looks so thin in those clothes.
1: Well, maybe it was some type of a, a chemist or a biochemist who was on myrtazapine and was, you know.
0: Feeding it to his cat?
1: No, gaining weight himself. And so, but the... Weight loss in cats, so that's like.
0: But then it turns out your cat has cancer or something, so right? And probably doesn't so, help that, yeah. Anyway, but anyway, so uh, off-label, lot, lots of uses,
1: like everything. Insomnia, which is ironically, again, like I think we said with trazodone last week. When I was learning about mirtazapine, which is not a med I hardly ever go to, but except in meth, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought it was. A normal indication was for insomnia. Yeah. Isn't it crazy what you learn? yet it's not even a true FDA approval? Yes. I've learned more doing these drug things, about these drugs, than I ever did in med school. Sorry, Duluth. Yeah. <laughs> or more than I remember. I must not have studied.
0: Uh, let me keep going then. Sorry. Uh, so it's also <laughs> off-label for, for general anxiety disorder, PTSD, OCD, and as an appetite stimulant. Mm. And... Sometimes it's schizophrenia.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, and schizophrenia. People use it for use disorders alcohol use disorder. I just mentioned the meth, which we'll get to in a second. Cocaine use disorder, opioid use disorder. Um, what I was reading when it came to especially the stimulants, the cocaine, it was more used. People will often abuse it when they're especially using cocaine because it helps set off some of the overstimulating effects sometimes if they overshoot their cocaine dose to bring them down.
0: Wow. So, It's been known, and this is of course in rodent models, in case your rodent is taking this, that mertazpine attenuates psychostimulants, psychostimulant induced behaviors, right? So,
1: like I just said, it brings down the high.
0: Yeah. So, it's basically that whole thing, you know, where you can kind of mellow it out. So, you can do it in humans, but especially in rodents.
1: Well, and when we were talking about meth use disorder on one of our echoes, we did talk about this Is you know, they've tried to study lots of different medications to help with patients who have methamphetamine use disorder, mm-hmm. because there is, of course, no MAT specifically. Yeah. And I have used this in two separate patients quite successfully.
0: Yeah. Interestingly, though, and although it's still under investigation, uh, there's been no large scale clinical, clinical trials that have come out yet. So again, off-label use.
1: Off-label use. Okay, so interactions, MAOIs and SSRIs, for both basically the same reason. MAOIs, the hypertensive crisis, which is very similar then to SSRI, serotonin syndrome. Usually it's high doses, because how many patients are on both a Remeron and an SSRI? I I mean, I've seen it a lot. I don't know if I've ever done that, but I guess Mm -hmm. you just don't think of, again, mirtazapine as an SSRI type med. No. So... Consider it when you see a serotonin syndrome because it does happen.
0: A lot of common side effects, and I've had many people complain about the dry mouth, the constipation, and a little bit of dizziness.
1: Less common, obviously, drowsiness if it's used for insomnia. But less common side effects: bad dreams. That's a you know a foreshadow to coming up. um, Palpitations, decreased libido, raised triglycerides, hot flashes. Yeah. Yay.
0: But of course, it's that severe side effect. And there are other antidepressants that do this as well, the severe agranulocytosis. One in a thousand. I didn't think it was that common.
1: I didn't think it was that common. And you said that was similar to other SSRIs.
0: Uh, Other antidepressants.
1: Other, so in general, antidepressants. Yeah. That's really high.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's something worth thinking about. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, the black box, which a lot of these medications have for depression, of course, is that suicidality impedes in peds and young adults and it, and mostly it is young adults. Generally.
1: Correct. So if someone is overdosing, one thing that was interesting that I was reading is this looks like sepsis. They get fevers, chills, they get kind of the shakes. They they, they just look like they're getting septic. They're very sick. They look like they have an infection of some kind, can be a side effect overdose. Mm. Uh, chest pain, tachycardia, seizures. To really have a true overdose where you're going to need severe mental, medical attention, hit the seizure level, um, dose is greater than 1,000 milligrams. And a typical dose, you know, starting dose is typically 15 milligrams at night, maybe up to 45. So, I mean, that's a, that's a bottle.
0: And this does have some withdrawal syndrome as well with the headache, the nausea, the mood swings. So people have been on a long time who just stop it suddenly. You can get some of these things. So it's important to understand that too. There you go. How is it abused, Dr. Bell?
1: Okay, so I'm going to do a little quick shout-out to our director of nursing at Men Correctional Care, Michelle, because she literally just texted me and said, yes, the what did the street value, the, the in-jail name for Mirtaz is the Remy's. The Remy's. Like we kind of thought, but... We, I guessed it. It's officially a Remy. Thank you, Michelle. So most people just take it orally. Uh, a couple of places I saw where people were trying it other formulations snorting it they basically said it feels like chili powder in the nose and i don't know who's ever snorted chili powder but maybe when you're making tacos you get some in there my
0: guess is you only do it once right and it's like won't do that again
1: Um, most people use their first uh abuse their first mirtazapine when they're in rehab that was the kind of common thing i found
0: and why do they abuse it well there's a bunch of stuff it's kind of a, it enhances some of the psychoactive drugs. And I, I came across lots of different things where people would take Remuron with, with marijuana. They took it with this and that. Ecstasy. Ecstasy, a and... bunch of different things, uh, especially on Reddit and Airwood.
1: Er- yes. So dream enhancement. So that whole side effect is bad dreams, but some people like it. Um Dream enhancement. Uh, Very similar to um, like the gabapentin, it kind of has that same alcohol binge effect to some people, but a lot of people described it almost as a dissociative hallucinogen at high doses greater than 200 milligrams.
0: Mm. Yeah. Then when I, when I read the guy said, I noticed walls melting a type of hallucination distortions like transparent voices. I don't even know what that means.
1: No, because aren't all voices transparent because yeah. it's just there.
0: I read that and I thought these guys messed up already. So right.
1: street value. This was high. Thirty uh, to forty five bucks.
0: I there's no way.
1: I know, right? You can get one from a doctor and it's about two dollars a pill out of the bottle and of like high end if you buy it cash. Not yeah, that I found like that information, but um
0: Yeah. So in corrections? But
1: and, well really, why do people I mean just kind of like trazodone, it's not scheduled, so people abuse it because it's easier to get. But um, one place I saw when I was looking at different addiction treatment places is that some people use it as just to get this feeling of relief. Like they, it's wow. not quite the the high of oversedation or a high of euphoria. To some people, it's more of this just feeling of relief.
0: One of the inter- interesting things I came across was the combination of mirt- mirtazapine and venlaxapine.
1: And the vaccine. And the
0: vaccine. God, I cannot say that. I got I to gotta practice that. But in, in, in a lot of these articles, they, it's kind of referred to as California rocket fuel. And I, I can't imagine, I looked and looked to try and find if people had abused those two things at higher dose. As if yet I haven't found anything. But I think you know most people that are experimenting would look at California rocket fuel and say, let's go higher. Well, Let's right. take more. right? So and we'll we'll look for that. If we find it, we'll bring it up.
1: I mean, it's almost like the Holy Trinity with, with Oxy and Xanax and Soma. Yeah. But providers, we don't say, here, I'm prescribing you the Holy Trinity. So I just have a hard time finding out why a provider would say, here is your California rocket fuel.
0: Yeah. There were a lot of people that said, yeah, I saw my doctor and they said, they're putting me on California rocket fuel.
1: Maybe there was just like that, that way to kind of get them to feel better. I don't mm. know. Anyway, one last quote um, before we leave you with this, you know, shorter podcast here because it's, you know, mirtazapine, not Wellbutrin. But I love this because whoever abused this was clearly very intelligent. This is the quote. At least my dopamine and serotonin receptors were greatly antagonized by mirtazapine. So now they are super sensitive to any sort of dope.
0: Hmm. That's.
1: I guess I don't know if that's physiologically even kind of correct, but... The verbiage of it just really entertained me.
0: That's that's <laughs> science in action. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll let Battlelegs add a song, and uh, we'll speak with all of you next week.
1: When I was a little boy, I'd play
0: outside with stones and sticks and hang upon your windowsill, wishing we could be. When you were a little girl, you wouldn't see that I exist. My knees would fail, my tongue be still, wishing we would meet. I grew up smart but not so wise That's how a restless mind begins Stealing, drinking on the curb Forgetting we could be Loneliness is never far You slam the door into my chain. How fortunate I've been tonight You finally know me From outside to hang upon your windowsill, wishing we could be. Now set em up and shoot 'em down. Drinking in the moonlight, set em up and shoot 'em down, we could never be. Set 'em up and shoot 'em down, gonna Start a new life, set 'em up and shoot 'em down, we could never be.